0: i you. what's poppin everybody hello and welcome to popcorn culture my name is ben carlin and i am your host here with me today is my brother jay who will be in every episode the plush
1: hostiest with the plush mostiest i'll give ben. it to, i'll give it to you 1000 plush host you get to be plush host. i don't wanna i don't wanna like brag or anything but the the plush trophy is just a little bit taller Wow! Just a little bit taller.
0: You would go there, just like you, just like me. It's like it's like. Are you you two brothers? Yes, but I'm taller. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're we're basically yeah. We're we're obviously brothers. I am taller. I know.
0: (laughs) For for clarity, for clarity, (laughs) for clarity. Uh, (laughs) So as a as a quick reminder, just as we kick off today's episode, we do have uh, the the brand new piece of our quarterly merch option over on Patreon. Yes. Uh, This is at the uh, buzziest. B and Jazzius J tears. That is correct. Um, Yep. Oh sorry. I was gonna say, yeah, we're where each each quarter we design a new exclusive piece of popcorn culture merch. This go round we have a plushie that is in the exact form of our one true host, popcorn cup. And it is soft. It is snuggly, it is delightful, and it is only available to the end of June.
1: That is right. So if you want a Popcorn Culture plush, head over to patreon.com slash popcornculture, where not only can you secure your own plush One True Host trophy but you can help decide who is in fact the one true host of popcorn culture whether you sign up for buzziest b or jazziest j or any tier at all uh whatever tier you sign up for cast a vote for who is the one true host
0: there you go patreon.com popcorn culture anyway today as we head into what i believe is going to be an incredibly riveting episode i need to tell you about how much i hate marshmallows oh i
1: saw you wrote something about marshmallows are not the best thing in the world in the notes and i have to i have to say right out of the gate i totally agree right right i it's mean
0: like what a remarkably overrated confectionery
1: it is look i do not when people even as a kid it seemed like everyone and their mom loved marshmallows like it sometimes even at school like the te- teachers would use like uh sweets as bribes you know like oh yeah everyone calm down maybe what well, maybe everyone get a marshmallow or like hey guess what i got you guys some treats i left you some marshmallows or something i know it's like and for me like, it was like
0: disappointment like, who wants a marshmallow i would rather have raisins and i don't even like raisins i
1: would definitely rather have raisins and i like raisins okay well yours yeah. is less
0: helpful because less helpful. you like raisins yeah so. but no okay so here's the thing. Like this this is kind of like my, my grand sweeping question. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on the one, there is, of course s'mores s'more. D- Del- delicious delicious hot schmoes oh
1: yes well, you get yourself a nice gram a nice brown and a nice a nice schmallow schmallow sh- uh, right schmallow sh- schmallow i like to say
0: like really enunciate the mallow the,
1: the schmallow schmallow yeah you put those three things together you have a s'more it train it is more than the sum of its parts
0: it, you know yes mm-hmm. it is synergy yes it is synergy yeah. so that's that's the thing and, and like even s'mores though are kind of one of these things that I feel like there was an era of my life where if s'mores were on the table then it was like yes mm-hmm. it's like pave the way for me to burn some mallows and mash them on top of my s'more. Yeah. But I will say that as much as I do enjoy a good s'more, which I would argue is is effectively the only good way to eat a marshmallow that hasn't been maybe like cooked or baked into something or maybe hot chocolate, mm, like, yes. like eating it yes. in, in closest... It's, it's like who, okay, this is the question who likes a raw marshmallow, who likes a raw marshmallow because that's, that's precisely what it is. And the funny thing too, is that like when I was a kid, I would take like the lucky charms box. I would empty the whole thing out and I would sort all of the marshmallows of, of different colors and
1: then throw them in the garbage. No, I would, no. <laughs> I would put them,
0: I would put, mom had these cow bowls. They yeah. were like, They were like small bowls that oh, had like cow. I plants. remember
1: the cow bowls, Ben. Mom, mom was probably. I'm pretty oddly, sure we still have the cow. Pr- yeah.
0: She was protective of those cow bowls. Oh,
1: for sure. We had a lot of, and I think there was a uh, matching cow spoons. Yeah. We had all the cow stuff. Yeah. We had all the
0: cow stuff. We were covered. We were covered. Yeah. So anyway though, but like I loved, I liked. The marshmallows that came inside of cereals. Well, this like, is
1: this is the grand misdirect is that the marshmallows and lucky charms aren't marshmallows, okay? Uh, they are masquerading as marshmallows, but masquerading. And, and people will always are. if you bring up marshmallows like, what about Lucky Charms? And you are like, that's not the same food. If you think those giant puffy things you put, you would never make a s'mores and put lucky charm marshmallows in it.
0: Although it, I mean it sounds it sounds awesome. Look, that that's
1: a different and, food, and I'm and sure it would be amazing. And you could you could come up with a fun lucky, lucky
0: S'mores or something, right? Hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers and balloons, moons, pots of gold, and rainbows, and the red balloons. Yeah, you got it. Did Nailed I get it? it. Yay! Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Um, I feel like I feel like breakfast cereal was heavily and aggressively advertised to us as children. I think it
1: still is heavily and aggressively marketed to children. It's just that it's uh we're not children, so we don't see it anymore.
0: That's entirely possible. But it's down yes. There. But it's like, it's 13. funny because breakfast cereal, like within the context of commercials, I'm going to come back to marshmallows. Don't yeah. you worry. Oh, yeah. But, but breakfast cereal, like there are only commercials. It feels like for such a limited number of things. It feels like, it feels like other products have found better ways to advertise than like the mainstream television commercials. But there's there's like insurance, you know? It's yeah. like, when it comes to insurance, it's kind of like, are they all effectively the same thing? And it's just kind of like when you buy a car and you're like, "Oh, I need insurance." What's the first thing that comes to mind? Geico. Okay, I'll get Geico. That's
1: exactly what they want. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. So it's like it's like the sheer amount of advertisement is not even for like a variation in the product. In most cases, it's right. just quite literally like which one which one comes to brain. And uh, what what else is like this? There's there's beer. I feel like sure has Lots commercials. Of beer commercials. Um, automobiles have commercials, and I feel like that's probably. probably... Probably a very similar one where it's kind of like, what is the car that like has, has found you the most? Yeah. And
1: it's like the things that have success advertising on TV are things that you basically have to have. Right. Yes. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. So what they're all they're fighting for is right. And by, and I don't mean that you have to have beer. I would say you have to have beverages. Sure. More or less. So you can just live off water too.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. So it's, it's the, it's the idea of like when it comes to these essential things, which one do you go and track down? But like, you know, when was the last time you saw a commercial for a wakeboard? Oh yeah. (laughs) Like arguably never No, you have never seen because, because wakeboard companies have never needed to advertise on television. before. Right. Um, but so anyway, I, I think it's very interesting that these breakfast cereals are one of those things. And it seemed like as a kid, they always had these, like the gags that were running like forever and ever and ever. Like what was the, like the, the cookie crisp? Cookie crisp. Exactly. It's like, nobody says cookie crisp. It even felt wrong when I said it. Yeah. It was like, Mm -mm. that was, that was a cereal that was incredibly well advertised because the argument was like, it's like, you have a bowl full of chocolate chip you cookies bowl of cookies it's like who doesn't like milk and cookies everybody likes milk and cookies but you want to know what the unfortunate reality is is that they don't taste like cookies right it was like it was oh man i was i don't know if i've been more disappointed with anything in my entire life than my first bowl of cookie crisp and Sorry, the discovery man. that it wasn't as good other than maybe marshmallows i'm oh, back there I'm we're back, back. We, we
1: got there we got full
0: circle um so yeah this is this was the thing so i was I, I was looking into it, uh, into the mallow. You were like trying were. to
1: discover the origin of its terribleness.
0: Yeah, well, I was trying to discover like just its origins in general. Like, mm-hmm. like what was the, because I can't imagine that like someone was like, hey, we need something we could roast over campfires. Let's go see if we can make a puffy piece of sugar, you know? and Right, so, like
1: like the marshmallow existed and then they had to find uses
0: for it. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and so here's my thought though, is I was like, it's. I've always assumed that marshmallows were jet puffed. So like similar to like a like a like a puffed Cheeto or a Fun Yun.
1: Yeah. Okay. Are they not? Isn't that literally the name like the name brand of marshmallow like Jet Puff marshmallows?
0: Well, and maybe that's the exact reason why I thought they were Jet Puff. Okay. Uh, but in I'm fact, I'm thinking
1: of that packaging. It's like clear, but it's got like a a blue and an orange and a red stripe
0: is there a green in there I maybe there there's a, a green i think there's a green yeah um interestingly that you bring up manufacturers of marshmallows yeah okay so back in the 50s there was like 35 plus manufacturers now present day there are only three
1: only three have stood the, t- the so the good news there is that the the demand for marshmallows clearly is not high enough to support 36 companies
0: right yeah right well it's or or it's like one of these odd uh like situations where there's there's like it's very dangerously close to like a monopoly but maybe like the three manufacturers of the mallows mm. are all like 33% so it's like nobody has uh, like edged out to the point where they've like become problematic by having their their like corner of the market
1: I see so maybe these three big puff as it were big puff. have absorbed the rest and made themselves even puffier even puffier exactly
0: which is probably the case because it seems like marshmallows have grown in time it does they've they've gotten even like quite larger but so okay this is what I found to be very interesting it's like in my mind though it's like okay the jet puffing technology that feels like modern technology it feels like somewhere in baking someone realized that you could take like a meringue which is like egg whites and sugar Mm. and it makes it makes like a marshmallowy type of um, substance it's like it's very thick it's part of like a macaroon recipe right like okay. what the cookies are made out of. Um, so I, I, in my head, I'm like, okay, this is like an advanced piece of culinary um, technology. Not true at all. No. Marshmallows have been around since 2000 BC.
1: Whoa. Yes. What? B- like like, like v- four. nearer to the ice age than many things.
0: Nearer to, yes. Marshmallows right. are closer to the ice age than automobiles. Wow. <sighs> By a long shot.
1: How, okay. So making them must be just... Easy marshmallows, then. E- well, easier I than I was th- gonna say easy as pie, but clearly they predated pie. Right, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know, right. Yeah. who's well, saying easy as pie when you could be saying easy, easy as, as marshmallows easy as marshmallows? <laughs> it, it's catching on. It's, it's catching on. on. People are saying it <laughs> right, in the comments yeah. right now, probably.
1: Right. It's spreading. Maybe. Tweet it. Easy as marshmallows. Easy
0: as marshmallows, because it is more it is more correct than easy as pie. Mm. No, um, but also also kind of not the case. So this goes back to like the ancient Egyptians, where there was quite literally a plant called the Marshmallow.
1: Oh, really? Oh, is it, like, from a marsh?
0: Yeah, it's, like, I believe... Like, from a bog? It is from, like, a... Are we
1: eating bog sweets? I'm
0: not, because I don't like them, but... Right, except for on s'mores. Yeah. Um, Yeah, in a way, we are. Wow. So they they like, uh, damp and sandy like soily environments. Uh-huh. And that is where this particular thing comes from. And so back in the day- What I'm hearing, Ben, is that marshmallows are the swamp farts of the sweet world. They Quite quite literally. Okay. Quite literally. No, yes, indeed. Loud. Right, I know, yeah, now, now, now we're next, covered.
1: The next time you eat a marshmallow, just know that that's like a physical swamp fart. Right,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah. yes. Which if you've seen the movie Brave, the little uh, will-o-wisps that she chases into the woods, those are in fact real things. And they are like the exuding of gases that are flammable from swampy areas. Yeah. From like decay. Yeah, basically. So
1: people see the flame and they're like, wait, what on earth was that? Was was that a magical- And then it keeps coming on. You're like, I have to go investigate that. And then you head into the bog and the bog kills you because swamps are just dangerous
0: places. Yeah, don't go, don't plan swamps. Yeah, don't plan swamps. Don't plan swamps. Unless you're collecting for marshmallows. Um, (laughs) Tell, okay, tell me about the marshmallow plant. Okay, okay. So what I first found completely and utterly mind-blowing is the fact that the plant itself is literally where the name comes from. Like it's, they are called marshmallows because there is a plant called a marshmallow. Okay. Like, and that's it. Like, and, but like, th- marshmallows is it's like one of those words i keep teetering between mallow and mellow have you heard you've
1: gone back and forth a few times
0: i can't decide i can't decide it's like it's like pirates of the of the caribbean but then i also say caribbean yeah and it's like why do i say pirates of the caribbean but i do so that's it so anyway i i I can't decide on how i feel about mallow versus mellow so i'm using both right um but i it's like a word that almost like when you see what it is like when you see what a marshmallow is you're like oh of course like it, it is its name, you know, like, like to know the name of a marshmallow, you would, you would just be able to like, and I'm, I'm speaking in name of the wind terms here. Yeah. Like the true name of marshmallow is marshmallow.
1: Okay. Like, so like the marshmallow plant, like looks like a marshmallow.
0: No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding entirely. Gosh, I'm sorry. Keep up with me here. Um, what I'm trying to say is that like, I think that marshmallow is a very, very good word for what the end product is. Okay. Like for okay. whatever reason, it's like, it's like, it looks like. How it sounds.
1: Okay. Yes. That sounds right. Does that make sense? It does.
0: But when in reality, it's like this little green sprig of a plant that has like, uh, like sugary glucose syrup in its stem. And, okay. And in the early days of the mallow, it was, um, it was made like it was harvested primarily for like medication. Oh. And so it, it was still like a sweet treat at that point in time, but you would be making like a single marshmallow. Like you wouldn't be like making like a whole, a whole jet puffed bag. Right. You would yeah. just have, you would just have like, you made a marshmallow. Okay. <laughs> so it again, going back to brave, it's almost like how the, the, uh, which makes her like a small pie, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like, it's like like all this, all this process for like the one single pie. That's all. That's all it yields. One one. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that was the thing. And it was reserved for only like Kings and gods basically. And they got the marshmallows. They, they were the ones who were, wow. who could be treated with marshmallows. What
1: a disappointing treat you get. You make, you work your way all the way up to King and this is what you get. Right. I know. Yeah. Marshmallows. It's like,
0: are you kidding me? This is like, so uh, boring. Uh, uh Anyway, this continues to be the case basically until the middle of the nineteenth century when marshmallows finally catch on as like more of a drugstore candy that you may go in and, and, and purchase okay. at that point in time. Yeah. Uh but even before that, like as we were entering, you know, into the more modern age where there was more medicine and stuff, even then marshmallows were still exclusively made uh for medicinal purposes, but not not itself being the medicine, but being the vehicle for consuming uh, the medicine. I see. So I guess before like gel caps existed as like like a pill. yeah, it it was supposed to make it more manageable to consume the medicine, which otherwise Ew. tasted badly.
1: That makes sense, I guess.
0: well, it, it makes sense, except for the fact that what do you use marshmallows for? And would you have ever considered the fact that it originally was medicinal?
1: I can imagine I, I will say about marshmallows that at least they taste better than medicine they do so i can see where you were like oh if the option was just chewing that chalky stuff there this this might be a good vehicle to help it go down yeah but uh that's that's about it. i can see why people i can even see why i didn't catch on for a long time because we were like okay yeah maybe it, maybe it often associated with medicine or like this is this is good for this purpose like it's not something I would choose to eat but it's something that does help me take medicine.
0: that And that's a very reasonable way to look at it, mm-hmm. I think, is is exactly that. It's kind of like, okay, it's it's not what I would choose as like my treat for the end of the day, but this isn't bad given the circumstances because I need to take medicine and this makes the medicine taste better. So anyway, the, the final thing that I learned is I've always been under the, the assumption that there was like a giant machine that took this kind of like a sticky mess of a resin and like shot it through and or dehydrated it or something. Yeah. And instead you like, you can even make marshmallows at home. There's like recipes for homemade marshmallows. You, oh really? Yes. And so now I'm like, it's, it's ridiculous because I started on this quest with the, the one note in my, in, for, for today's episode was I don't like marshmallows. Okay. And by the end of it, it was like, I kind of want to try to make, now you my, make I, I want to make my own marshmallows and see if they're good. But then I was also thinking ahead to like the, the day if, when, whenever in the future, like that, uh, like my daughter had, her friends over and we were making s'mores and it was like (laughs) i whipped up a batch of marshmallows homemade
1: just for the occasion there you go see that would be fun and again, you're using them for s'mores, which is one of the, I think, four acceptable uses
0: of marshmallows. You, okay, so you have four s'mores. I got
1: four, yeah. So one, obviously, s'mores. Right, of course. Yeah, then you have hot chocolate. We mentioned it.
0: Uh, yep, that very reasonable as well. Although I would say that I do very much prefer the small hardened uh, marshmallows that you can put in hot chocolate to uh, like getting a bag of small jet puffed marshmallows and putting them in my hot mm, chocolate. I agree with you there. Because they just end up being chewy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Three rice crispy treats.
0: Well said. Yeah. Well Again, said. Again, that's more like
1: you've morphed the marshmallow out of itself. You have, and at this but. point in
0: time, you you're using its its um ability to be sticky to its advantage. Yeah. Whereas typically I would say that the other huge drawback of s'mores themselves is the fact that you, your hands are going to be sticky for three days. That's true. After consuming a single s'more. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, okay. I can, I can stick with that. Yep. Quite literally. Uh Aha. Nice. And then
1: four, I will give it to just straight roasted marshmallow. Okay. Just off the, off the, right off the stick. But over the fire. Like regular marshmallows are terrible. But if you give it the roast,
0: I think that's pretty good. So what 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 is your method for roasting? Because this is this seems to be mm. like a highly personalized thing. Like plenty of people are team just catch the darn thing on fire. It Those makes, people are dead wrong then. <gasps> they're dead wrong. Oh dear. Strong opinions about weak things. Strong we opinion about weak
1: thing. Look, if you want a good if you want a good roasted marshmallow, what you want to do is first of all, you don't want to aim for the big flames, right? You want to wait until the point of the night where you got a nice hot bed of coals going down there. Sure, nice hot bed. So, because uh, once you get in the flames, it's going to catch fire. It's right, it's going to happen. Yeah. Then you want it. You want to You want to find a spot where you can nestle it above the hot flames and just spin. And you have to keep a very careful eye on it. Wait for it. You get that even brown golden coating on it, and then that's it. Then you're there.
0: Okay. See, I do agree with you to the tune of like that is in my mind the ideal marshmallow because i think of marshmallows like chicken like chicken you know with a steak you can order a a, like a rare steak and part of the idea is that like it it is consumed at its best uh well at least maybe like by like a um Someone who knows what they're talking about. Standard is, uh, I think, a medium rare steak is supposed to be like the the benchmark yeah. for premier steaks. But this is not the case with chicken. Like you don't order like a medium rare chicken. No, you want you want a, you want a well cooked chicken. Exactly, exactly. And so I think that this is exactly the same thing with when it comes to marshmallows. It's like you need to have roasted it long enough that it is that it is like quite literally well done by by like a steaks standard if that makes sense i see what you, well like thoroughly
1: cooked through you want it all the way cooked through but for the outer shell to still have the lightest bit of
0: crunch little, yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah to, you
1: don't want it to be any bit of the fluffy texture you started
0: with right and so here here's where the big question is for team team catch the darn thing on fire mm. is i feel like you you do accelerate the process and somehow, some way, I really don't even think that like burnt marshmallow tastes like other things that have been burnt.
1: I agree. The problem with burning it is that what you have is like a really, really hot outer layer surrounded by it, but the middle is still got that like poofy fluffiness to it, which is no good.
0: It depends on how long you let it burn, which like one of, my, one of the things about me growing up as a kid that I loved about catching them on fire is that it was the most, it was the closest you could get to like a torch mm. that like a character in like a movie or a TV show might have where they like they like light it and they've just got this like beacon of light that is like a flickering flame on the end of like a cudgel. Yeah, hard to do that in real life. It is unless you have a marshmallow, in which case you can have a very short-lived version of it. I see. Yeah, so okay. like if you were entering into like a a very small cave, and you had a marshmallow, then you could probably make it like eleven steps. Okay, there you safely. go. Yeah. Right,
1: it feels like a game of uh, Breath of the Wild. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, light your lantern. You can go about ten steps. That's it. Yep. Um, oh, you better get to the next lantern. Better get to the next lantern and get some more oil or something. I don't,
0: there you go. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so moving on from mallows, though, um, the other thing uh, that I that I have going on right now in in my own personal life, well, it's a couple of things. Uh, one of them is this whole world we're taking like a, a total right right hand into, into like no man's land. Um, okay. I like very, very briefly. This is like a, this is like a query to like loft out there. Okay. There is, there is a, a financial Avenue that I have been like having fun experimenting with, which is the world of cryptocurrency. Oh boy. Which feels in like, it feels like a meme. Like it feels like if you are at a party and bring up cryptocurrency, like you are the guy at the party who brings up cryptocurrency. It
1: falls into the same category of things. People don't like hearing you talk about with like dungeons and dragons and fantasy football. you know, it's like, people like when it's it's fun to talk about those things with the other people you're playing it with
0: it's true and
1: it's so much fun doing the thing with those people that you want to talk about it with everyone but somehow like How uh, Tom Brady did last weekend for your fantasy team is far less interesting
0: to people not in your league. Well, I think it also can be the case, too, that there are certain topics where you might not know that much about it, but like... it's like the not knowing about it is part of the fun. So like maybe you don't know as much as I know about marshmallows and I can talk to you about it for 20 minutes because I've done, I've done research, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, it's like the not knowing portion of it is like what makes that, bit of communication fun okay you know it's like i'm delivering you information yeah it, it feels like with cryptocurrency it's like one of these things that it's like if you talk to people about it and they don't know anything about it then it is not like as you explain it to them for one it's kind of confusing uh sure and also now, you're now what is it
1: now for, what is it you're actually what is they mine it when people say they're mining it what does that mean
0: to this day i still can't answer that question yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. surely some surely someone can um but uh it, you you also get into like the concept of money this is this is like the number one thing right. that i feel like i yeah
1: I've, this is frequently where crypto yeah 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 it's like it's yeah. like
0: why is your dollar bill worth anything explain that to me what, what what is somebody gonna do with a dollar bill? It's just paper. It's perception. That's the reason that people believe it's valuable. Yeah, and it's like and it's like it, that is like the smallest argument that people can make, and yet I also fall victim to it because it's just like I I always do find it to be slightly interesting that we put so much stock into these like green sheets of paper. Right. Um. Stock is almost almost a. almost a pun. Almost. Um. Although so here here's the thing though is that like several years ago and this is this is like sort of like my my love-hate relationship with it is that it had Bitcoin had been this thing forever that was just worth like next to nothing. Like I remember my early Diablo 2 days, the forum that I was on quite literally used it as like a method to purchase items from one another. Okay. So it was it was sort of like a um like a nonsensical currency that was just like a little bit easier to manage than the items themselves, which may have like Kind of arbitrary values depending on how much you might need something. Yeah. So, like, I could have like a very special armor, and you might not need an armor, but it's like, well, it's it, it is worth this much. So it, it's just like anything. It's the reason that we have dollars instead yeah, of the, right. the barter system. Exactly.
1: It was the natural course of evolving away from the barter system.
0: Right. Right. So, and at this point in time, what people would be doing is they would they would be buying the Bitcoin on the forum, and then they would be exchanging the Bitcoin to others for these things. But it was like. I don't know. You could, you could buy throwing out random numbers. It was like, like many Bitcoin per dollar, right? You know? So it was, it was really, really, really like not, not valuable. So at that point in time, this is, this is like, there's like random people who like woke up and checked their old bank account one day and they realized they had 17 Bitcoin left over and now it's worth, you know, $20,000 a piece. Right. And you're like, holy cow. (laughs) Yeah. What, what happened? Um, so for me though, this is like this thing. So like I, I was a kid. I didn't have like my own credit card yet. So I I was always on these forums, but I never actually had it myself. Okay. Because I just like, you know, I, I didn't have a way to purchase it. So mostly I was just using the assumed values to better inform myself on how well my trades were doing oh, inside in-game. of the game. Yeah. yeah. Um but then so as time went on though, it, you know, like it started picking up like a little bit more steam and like a Bitcoin can be worth hundreds of dollars a piece or whatever and then there was like a spike with it and it was kind of like it went up to like three thousand dollars or something it was like whoa like but then then immediately you're like you're like i missed it i missed the boat like it's over right, like it's that's over. it yeah and i i think it was around this time so it, it had sat at that number for like a long time and then it started shooting up again i think back in like 2017 mm-hmm. do you remember this like the, yeah. like the first go around it was like when i that was really when i think i i really Uh, like understood it slightly better. And again, at this point in time, I bought some and I was like, cool. It went up to like $19,000 per thing. And I just sold it right away and was like, okay, that was cool. That was fun. You know, but like, whatever it was, it was like this sort of like flash in a pan type of thing. And I was like, that, that was, again, it was almost a meme. Everybody was leaned in, everybody was having fun with it, but it was almost like, remember Bitcoin like three years ago when that was a thing. And then this year it did it again, right? You know, and this year it took off you know, went up to like sixty thousand dollars. So now like where a hundred dollars or three thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars felt like the absurd limit of it. Now you're looking at it and you're like, did I miss the
1: Did I miss the boat again? I, like and and I, like I missed it.
0: This is and this is exactly it though. It's like the number of different times that I was a hundred percent sure that I missed the boat. Right. I have been like well, it's not even worth doing it at this point. Like I may may as well. And then it like goes up again. You're like, Oh my gosh. Like it could have worked again. So anyway, this is, this has been like my, my weird thing with it where I, I'm like attempting. So this, this go around the most recent one. I, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy some, not a lot, but I have some. And, um, then it like recently crashed again, <laughs> and so now I'm sitting. Very there volatile. I know, yeah, it is. Um, so now I'm sitting there with it, and it becomes this great big question of like, what do I do? What do I because I've all, like every single time I've been wrong. What are my instincts? Do the opposite, right? <laughs> Silencio, Bruno. <laughs>
1: and that's from Luca. <laughs> I know. Wow, uh, we yeah. made a couple of Luca videos
0: this week. We sure did. We yeah, sure did. I thought they were fun. They good, were fun. The one good. that
1: came out yesterday about Alberto's father. Hmm. Top drawer, felt very like old school SCB the way I like. Even as we were like stumbling into these random discoveries as we were writing that one, yes, like oh wait, no way, no it's not, dude. Look at look at the definition of this thing.
0: Look what? Yes, yeah, yeah. I was like, you kept you kept like peeling back the layers and just being more and more and more excited over and over and over again. You're like, yeah. oh, no, oh, but it worked. Oh, it worked so well. It worked so well. But that's the
1: opposite of how you're feeling about Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, that is the opposite of how I'm feeling. Yeah, about Bitcoin, right? you're not
1: like peeling back the layers. You're like, I should invest.
0: I should look. Oh my god! I should. <gasps> I should. Right, 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 yeah. So you know, and now, now it's just like you're sitting there and you're like, I'm just gonna cut my losses. Like whatever, it's fine. You know, like it was, it was fun while it lasted. It was cool to be a part of it. It was fun to like, you know, be able to talk to that guy at the party, which didn't really happen because of COVID anyway. Um, but you know, like to, just to just to like be along for the ride, basically. But then there's that other part of me. It's like, what if four years from now it does the same thing again? <laughs> what
1: if? What if? And then, and then, if I've been investing a little bit every month, every every month for four years then think think i'll have been doing the responsible thing the whole time but if it's gone then it'll be completely wasting right money. it's
0: it's like it's yeah. like is a lottery ticket a good investment it's like it's a great investment if you win yeah like otherwise yeah. it's a really 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 bad one yeah
1: it's basically a 100 percent net loss mostly yeah 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 Yeah. exactly yeah.
0: exactly so anyway that's that's been my that's been my relationship with it and it's been it's been like just on my mind lately, and the way that I think about this podcast, I think it's very interesting because sometimes I feel like we talk about the same things like a lot yeah. for a stretch of time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like like this is a running gag for like six episodes in a row. But then we sort of like forget about it and it kind of like just fades into like into the past. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I feel like I should bring this up so that it's like part of the like the zeitgeist of this this era of the pop it's right. like it's something i'm thinking about so i want to make sure that in the doc like the documentation of my life that this podcast is it's there it's there
1: you can be like this is when i was into crypto exactly exactly
0: yeah. so like right now it might not be that much fun but like eight years from now i might look about, look back at this podcast and like, right. oh yeah, i forgot eight, about eight that Eight years
1: from now when you're doing your big popcorn culture re-listen binge yeah exactly yeah. exactly
0: right, right, right. like, like uh, i mean surely surely that's what will happen at some point right absolutely yeah that's what I'm go back. For.
1: You'd be like, man, we are like 500 episodes in now. Better go back to the beginning.
0: See what see what we missed. Who knows? What did we used to be like? Yeah. Did we step on our own toes? Did we put our foot in our mouth?
1: That would be interesting to go back and re-listen to stuff from like many years ago and be like, oh boy, what was I talking about? Oh, I know. Yeah, what that's what was I talking about?
0: Right, I and mean, that's that's why I don't go back to the notes in my phone anymore. Um, for a while, I was having a blast with it because it was kind of like, oh, what was what was college me thinking about? Like on you know June 3rd, 2011, and then it's like <laughs> June 3rd me. How could you? Why would you write that down? Why would you (laughs) put it in writing? (laughs) Delete it. (laughs)
1: Delete now. Uh, Present me. Delete. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay, Let me tell you about a note I wrote on my phone, Ben. Do it too. Yeah. Are you ready? So I was having this weird realization last week because Beth has been getting into um, smoothies in the morning for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very healthy way to start the day. Certainly. It's yeah, protein powder. Uh, we, we went to a wedding a couple weeks ago and our dad was telling Beth about the smoothie he's been doing every morning and she was like, tell me all the things, tell me the ingredients and we've been trying it out. It's super good. Very fun. But uh, she made me one the first morning and I was like, oh, thanks so much. Then... Uh, the next time she was like, or she asked me if I would want a smoothie. Like, should, should she always just like make extra or like, should I, should I make double batches so you can have some? Cause you seem to really like it. And I was like, yes, please do that. Cause I really like smoothies. Sure. Right. Well, the next day I come downstairs and I can see that Beth is drinking a smoothie and there's a blender in the sink. And I'm like, oh boy, did you make me one? She's like, oh no, I didn't make one. I was like, and it was, like, this, like, extreme sadness. Oh, no. And I was like, no, but, but you said you were going to make double batches. And it just, like, it, it hit me in a very strong way. Like, I cannot believe, not because, like, Beth didn't make it. Like, it wasn't that big a deal. And it wasn't even that hard to, like, make another smoothie. Sure. I was like, why am I feeling so, like, extra sad about missing out on this
0: more than anything else. It sounds like you're being introspective about the situation. It's like, I had like a, like a borderline visceral reaction to this in a way, like by way of, of, of exclusive sadness. Yeah. And it's like, why, why, why so much emotion? Exactly.
1: I was like, I was confused as I, yeah, ruminated on it, perhaps way to go. Yeah about like like what what caused me to feel like such disappointment in the moment over something that like if if it was any other thing I don't think I would be there but I give it a think and I think Here's where I got. Okay, played on me. That was a bad. That was a weird sentence. No, I thought it was great. You nailed it. <laughs> Sucked
0: the landing. Popcorn culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now. But arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018, and a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in.
2: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Okay, so when we were kids, let me know if, do you remember when mom would make smoothies?
0: (sighs) Yes, I do remember this. Yeah, I feel like she had a, a, a protein powder for a while called Shackley. That oh. was the brand. Do you remember that? I do not. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, that was that was what she had and I do I do remember like a a brief stint of it. Okay. Um but not 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 like not an enormous amount about it. I can remember like the the protein container for some reason. Like okay. that's that's what springs to brain.
1: I remember specifically two things about it. One was this particular package of like frozen strawberries she had to get. Okay. It was like this tiny little like rectangular package, maybe like an inch thick, and all of the strawberries were just like stuck together.
0: Yeah, 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 I do remember this now that you say Okay, it. yeah.
1: All right, and I remember that she would say that the, sh- the package of strawberries in particular, and maybe this wasn't true, I can't imagine how it is true, was particularly like hard to find at the store and kind of expensive. Okay. Which to me, it seems that probably the protein was the more expensive thing.
0: It, possibly. Yeah. But anyway,
1: this was the message that was given to me as a child, or at least the one that I remember as an adult. Okay. So the end result though, was that the smoothies were really rare treats. Okay. In between. That's the second thing I remember. Like every time mom would make one, I think she was like, I think mom was trying to be really healthy, but it must have like cost a lot of money to make any specific smoothie because of like the protein powder in it or something. Okay. Because then, you know, if you have to make one for yourself, not a big deal. If you have to make one for you and me, and you and, and like Tyler, then sure all of a sudden you go through the ingredients really fast,
0: right? And you're yeah, mm-hmm. you're absolutely correct. And I even feel like at home when I make them for myself now, it, it is that same way. It's like you know, if I'm making one for myself, it's like okay, like this the, these materials will last me. About two weeks. Right. But, th- but then it is, like, if you're making, like, a double batch, it's like, well, yeah, now I only got, like, a week's worth of materials. Right. You know, and, you, and immediately you're like, I've got to I gotta go get more more stuff. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to make it.
1: Right. So it became, like, this very rare treat, like, whenever mom would actually have all the stuff to make a smoothie, Like, oh, my God. Because I, like, I remember loving it. Like, it was so good. Like, smoothies are such a unique, like food item anyway like the i don't know it's like a i i don't know nothing else is like a smoothie
0: it's like a sockwood
1: it's like a sockwood yeah but it's like all fruit and it's like really healthy for you for the most part
0: yeah but see here here's like kind of the funny thing about it we have there's like a smoothie shop in Roanoke called elderberries. And I, I feel like there was a period of time where it, it like almost became, and and maybe for you, this was like a huge treat, but it was like, I remember just being like, this is so overrated. Mm. Like I am like, I I, like, I think especially because you, you would go to the orthodontist to like have your like braces worked on. I feel like very frequently you guys would like leave the orthodontist office. And because You're like your mouth hurt from the braces, right? You would go and get something. You would get a smoothie because it's like an easy, easy thing to like drink and yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I remember this being like, or or the the my perception as your younger brother was like as if this was like a like a big thing, and I remember just being like not even remotely jealous. It was like it was like suit yourself like
1: <laughs> go right ahead well maybe maybe you're right because you're right i'm thinking specifically of elderberries. bears like, yeah i would like it always felt like an enormous treat like to go there sure because like uh, especially when we were kids the we didn't live near it so it, you had to like be nearby and then have mom decide that we was could, like go get, that we like, could do it that yeah. we could do it and it was but it created this very weird relationship i think i had with this particular food product okay where like it's actually really good for you like they're they're just healthy for the most part like sure, especially, yeah. and you can make them healthy and they still taste really good yep but it was like always treated as this like very rare thing and it seemed like asking for one was sort of like no you like you remember the other thing about elderberries and it's true to this day if you're listening kind of
0: pricey it yes oh, that, yeah. that's what i was gonna say like talk about making or smoothies being expensive to make at home buying them from somewhere it's like phew.
1: yeah ridiculous, still true elderberries although I still love your food but anyway anyway um so like it felt like a little bit guilty like even asking to go get it because like i was like, being kind of a kind of being like a little greedy there asking for that kind of treat like i don't know about that like, like on special like, occasions maybe
0: but we're like know, like, big, like big, big time lavish we're talking now. yeah this is
1: kind of a lavish thing to ask for i don't know about that and it's like i can't even ask mom to like buy the stuff because that's kind of expensive like it got like put on this pedestal or something for sure but i remember when we were living together like all of a sudden you know i had my own money and i was really just making breakfast for me in the Morning, and like I would go to the grocery store and I would just buy smoothie supplies and I would make it in a you know, just make it for myself. But like the entire time, every single morning when I would make one, it would be like, I'm so getting away with something right now. Like it felt like it had become like a taboo. Like, this is like, look at I am, look at this. Mm-hmm. I have like, I am like doing this under people's noses. Can it's, you imagine? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, they don't even know I'm having smoothies right now, to my heart's content. Exactly exactly <laughs> like is it but but then i'm like this is such a stupid way to think because like you just there's nothing that special about it and it is healthy and it is like even even bordering on like a responsible breakfast yeah i was know? Gonna,
0: yeah right, right like i was gonna say it's like you're it's like you're thinking of it as this like as like right. I, i'm getting to like treat myself because i can yes and it's almost like there are probably other people where it would be like if i could just get myself into a smoothie routine i'd be great i, I can Exactly. I ate a bowl of cereal every day with the crunchy marshmallows, like right, yeah. But so,
1: like, I like it's a I, this is the no, no no no. It was like a perfectly good, even healthy decision. I somehow feel guilty about.
0: That is hilarious. I know you should free yourself of this of the of this mental cage that you have built. I know it's uh, it was it was baffling
1: too, but I think that's why I was so upset when beth did make me see i was like you what it was like, like you <laughs> had christmas without me what are you talking about right, you know? right yeah yeah like no
0: i can't i can't have it i, I can't, can't i cannot well, believe you just did that to me let's let's make more yeah <laughs> basically stat pronto but
1: it honestly reminded me a lot of that it was like the same do you remember a couple of weeks ago when i was talking about following steven on the bike and it was always like oh like look at steven just going the the easy way up the roots yeah and then like,
0: right and like you were saying how you felt guilty like like borrowing his line like by way of how he was like going up well not,
1: not not guilty for borrowing it it felt freeing to like see someone else do it because my brain is like you can't do it that way that's the like easy way. And it's like it's not the easy way it's the smart way like why are you feeling guilty about taking the smart way right 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 like i i just I don't know. It, it, I think we've talked about this with the mail too. It's like for some reason, like opening the mail, that's like smart and responsible, and like not doing it is the thing that's bad. But like, I my brain is like that's the smart way. Like you, mm. and I don't know what. I need someone to like diagnose this for me. Like, what is wh- why am I feeling bad about? healthy smart things
0: it's really odd to me it's really odd because there has like i feel like growing up and having known you forever my entire life mm-hmm. it's it's almost like i felt like when you were being designed you know like uh like from soul like up in the yeah uh, in the place up in or the, whatever up in the great before the great before mm-hmm. um in like in my like the way that I've always looked at you is as, as if somebody was like looking at the gigantic list of responsibility, like all these like little like, you know, the, the silver kill switchy type things. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, they just like took their arms and went like, and just like, they like wiped all of them. And they were just like, yeah, responsible on everything. Mm. So it sounds to me like, like because that is, that is how I've always felt or like having watched you is that the responsible decisions that you make just do seem to come so naturally to you. Like there's, like, I feel like a lot of times the idea of something being responsible, it's like deters me from it. I'm like, ugh, response. It's like, I'm gonna do something else just because. (laughs) Right. Just because I'm not responsible.
1: Right. (laughs) You know, like. (laughs) Like I know what the right thing to do is, and that just seems boring. Right, 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Or, Or it's like I had to teach myself the right thing to do, and it required added discipline to continue to do that thing, mm-hmm. you know, whereas I, I always felt like it would be like, um, like, like as a kid, for example, like w- mom would always give us like, well, at a certain age, she would give us a hundred dollars for our birthday, like like a $100 bill. And that was like our, that was like our birthday present. No way. And for me, that usually was a $100 bill and a coupon to go to Walmart to spend it, mm. you know?
1: And it was like coupons are another great example of this. Like, like I would feel guilty. Like I was like, using like, Flipping coupon like this is like cheating.
0: Oh like, sure for sure, <laughs> yeah I understand that too. Uh, let me come back to that just because okay. like, I have another feeling about coupons as well. But so like the, but like on the flip end, I feel like you would get yours, and we had these we had these cow wallets to go with our cow bowls. We did have cow wallets. Was yours green? Mine was purple. Purple. Okay, mine yeah. was green. Then. Yeah. Um, it was and Velcro.
1: Yeah. It was. It,
0: it, it was like the Ramp. stickiest Velcro ever.
1: That that money was safe in that wallet. It was. Yeah. It was.
0: It, I mean, it was a, like lockbox. <laughs> um, and but like I I feel like you would get yours and your birthday's in February and it would be like August. And, you know, we would go like going to the store to like, you know, I don't know, because mom said we could go buy like Pokemon cards or something and you would still have the $100 bill. And it was like, (laughs) what?
1: This is, this was always true. But like, I also... Uh, part of that is sourced from like my very much not wanting to like have a job, like being very resistant to like having a job in high school or something. Okay. You know? So to me, it was like, I would get money. It was like, good. Now I have it. I don't really need to use it for very much, but when I have it, I'll need it. And, uh, I'll just make it, I'll just make it last. And that's how I'll avoid needing to work for money. Is just like very sparingly spending it.
0: So, okay. So your, your whole idea was that like, okay, I don't want to work at all. So what I'm going to do is just continue to hold this. That way I like if, if something arises, it's like, Haha, I made the decision before and now I have it and now I don't have to work. Right. Yeah. Whereas I think, I, I think my brain was the complete opposite, which was that like, I so enjoyed having resources that it was like the day I could get a job. I, I was working. Right. You know, it was like mom and dad had like drive me to work for my first several days because I hadn't quite like hit that threshold to actually have your license yet. Right. So they were like picking me up to and fro. Um, But where am I going with this? Uh, Yeah, but so like, like talking about these like responsible decisions, like it almost makes me feel like I am right. There was somebody in the great before who hit all the switches. But in the process, they like just like ticked a couple of them the other way. And it's like it's like smoothies. It's like, he's not going to be responsible with smoothies. Like, that's just <laughs> this kid's going to get out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch him. Like, when he's around smoothies, this is the area. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> right, right. So anyway, that was, yeah, I feel like that's, that's always been you it's just like Johnny responsibility mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay but then speaking of coupons because we're talking about okay. that so my my relationship with coupons is this it's it's like there's a huge part of me it's like okay like I would totally like I could even get into couponing as like a hobby right because this would be like okay like you know savings how great uh so at one point in time I was like okay I'll I'll inquire about getting a Sunday paper delivered to my home okay and with that Sunday paper like that's the one that comes with all the coupons so like I'll go through and cut like all the coupons out and then like i'll be able to have those savings that i can then take to the grocery store and be like boom i'm saving money on everything all the time. but my like great big mental argument was to the tune of the newspaper costs money and that means that at this point in time if i'm not couponing then like i'm losing the system like it's like as if like Like, I want couponing to be this extra thing I could do that could save me money, but not something that would work against me if I didn't do it. And if I'm paying for that Sunday paper and it costs me $7 a week to get that Sunday paper. Then you have to
1: be making up $7.
0: Then you have to be making up $7. So then all of a sudden, it's like like the couponing is not like something I get to do for fun. It is now a responsibility. Right, because because you're
1: not well only if you're only using the paper for couponing
0: which is the that is is the only thing i would use it for so yeah
1: because if you're getting other value out of the newspaper by like reading the stories or something
0: nope not at all okay that that was 100 percent. it was like i want the sunday paper and only the sunday paper because that's the one that comes with the coupons and that was like gotcha and and so now what i'm looking at on a monthly basis is 28 dollars in sunday papers and it's like like when I think about it like that, I'm like, well, how much savings am I actually going to get? Am I going to be saving seven dollars a week? And the answer is probably like, if you're diligent with this, absolutely. Like coupons Could can be, be an incredibly effective way to cut down on your grocery bill. Uh, but then I also start to like this this like cost analysis. Mm-hmm. So it's also like, well, then there's also like my time associated with this. There's so that. it's like, like
1: you, yeah, you have to like spend the time to clip the coupons. Right. And how much is that time worth?
0: Right, right, right. And what other type of classic irresponsible Ben decision am I yeah. making during the week that's just completely washing right. this particular Think of the thing.
1: smoothies you could have made yet
0: yeah, many or or possibly even just one from elderberries yeah <laughs> twenty eight dollars there we go right there
1: <laughs> they're not that expensive they're not that expensive <laughs>
0: the poor elderberries they're like thanks for the shout out but also kind of just just across the coals guys
1: well you know just calling it like a see there you go calling it. Like see it. Okay. So the Mads mango though. That's my favorite.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have a favorite.
1: Well, that's one I've been getting for years. <laughs> what I've always felt is that if
0: you put a banana into a smoothie is that it just tastes like banana. No, no, no,
1: no. That's not true. To- yeah. banana's just like texture, you know? Okay. Yeah.
0: It's just like, it's like pureed mush. Pure Aid moosh exactly <laughs> love it yeah love it. okay so let's let's follow up a little bit from last week because i got a bunch of emails about one of our topics from last week and it was the discussion about forgiveness
1: oh well people we can absolutely continue to talk about that i think as i was listening back to it even as i was saying it or as, even as we were talking about it last week, I was like, I'm doing a poor job of explaining that. So I actually had a different note on my phone. Wow. Because you were talking about like, how, or when I was trying to explain how like forgiveness could be good, not just for the other person, for you, but also for you, it seemed like it was um, maybe that point was tripping you up a little bit. Sure. But here's basically what I meant by that was that like, typically if you have to forgive someone, it's because you're holding on to a lot of anger act that person for right. whatever they've done that you need to forgive them for. And that is what you're able to let go of by mm. through forgiveness is like letting let, letting go of that anger because that's what you're working through. So at least you can get that out of your system.
0: Right, right, right. Well, and, and here's the thing about it too, is that like as, as I was listening back to our own episode and as we've talked about it more and as people have emailed me, it's like I, I don't know that I realized for so long how incredibly complicated and like, it feels like the wrong word to say, like serious, but like, like it is not an easy thing to do for like larger problems. Real, it truly. Because like you can say the words, like you, you can even like come to the decision where it's like, like I want to tell you, like that, you are forgiven. But the interesting thing about it that, that I was doing some reading and some some information that people were sending me back to me as well is that saying the words in a lot of ways actually can be a huge step in the process. Oh, okay. It's like it's like when you say it, it doesn't always necessarily mean that you have now completely like left it behind and, yeah. that, you, and that there's no emotional baggage attached to it at all. That well, it's like I'm I'm letting it go entire.
1: Well, that's the thing is that there's the. The I've heard the phrase a lot, like, forgive and forget.
0: Yeah. and As if, like,
1: the two should go hand in hand. Right. But th- that is very not true. Like, forgiving is not necessarily forgetting. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. like, you can forgive someone and also keep them at a distance and not give them an opportunity to harm you again absolutely yeah yeah. like like i you're forgiven i do not hold anything against you anymore that doesn't mean it's not smart for you know like um I i don't know if you are robbed by somebody and you know you forgive them like, and that doesn't mean they're invited to your next
0: party. Exactly. Necessarily. Right. 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 Well, and, and this is, this was a really integral part of it is, is they say at least what I was reading about forgiveness, uh, was this idea of like, by saying it, it's almost like sort of like your commitment to working on the process of actually like emotionally letting go. And they said that like, as you're progressing through this, this, um, series of steps, it's almost like at some point in time, by, by having said the words and kind of like, you know, maybe like freeing that person, it also opens your mind up a little bit more to have to be able to see the situation a little bit more from their perspective. Mm. And there is that kind of sense of like understanding that it must be something about this person's circumstances that that may have led that may have led them to having done this thing which in some manner has harmed you enough to where forgiveness has been involved. Sure. Um, And so like a sort of like an interesting thing for me is that um, I've I've had maybe, maybe the bad luck, uh, like very early on in year one, I made a video about how my lawnmower got stolen and then I moved and I had bought the exact same lawnmower again and it also got stolen (sighs) Um, and so now I'm on like my third lawnmower when I probably should have just been on my first one, especially because like the way that I buy things is like, I'm going to buy it once. So I never have to do it again, buy it nice or buy it twice. I'm going to buy the good one. Now
1: you're like, I bought it nice thrice times.
0: Exactly. So it still rhymes, which is good. Yeah. Very reassuring to me. Um, so at the time though, I remember like, like when that, when that first lawnmower was stolen from me, for one, it was, it was at a period of time in my life where like it like I didn't I didn't have enough money to go buy another one. Like it like that wasn't even an option for me. It was like now I have to figure out how to mow my lawn when I don't have a lawn mower because right. like I have to wait till I can buy one again. Um <laughs> and like the anger inside of me was like it was it was so immense. It was like I was calling I was calling pawn shops, you know, I I think I filed like a police report over it. Like I did all these things and like in my mind, it was like I wanted like I don't know vengeance probably feels way too aggressive of a word, but like it was like, I really wanted to like solve it. It was like, what, why did you do this to me? Like if you had known me, would it have like changed your mind? Like would you have not done it? If, if like you knew that I was like a nice person or something, would that have made a difference? Um, and so I remember struggling with it and it was like, Mm -hmm. it was something that like weighed on me for a long time and I was always frustrated. And then the next time when it happened again, I remember the same thing. I was like, I wish that I could like, I wish I had a camera cause I wish I could have seen it and known like how this happened. Like, what did they do? Like, what did it take gumption? Like, you know, did they roll up like with a truck and like run over and grab it and throw it in the back of the truck and like run off. And again, you know, it's like, like I need to know. And then here recently, just a couple weeks ago, I had somebody go through my car, like outside of my house. Like mm-hmm. they, you know, I just, I had left it unlocked overnight. Um, you know, live in a neighborhood and somebody had come through and, and, but, Pulling door handles. Pulling door handles and, yeah. and took like cash and stuff. And so th- when I got to this point, th- and this is, it was very interesting that we ended up talking about forgiveness last week. Um, Cause I don't, I don't know if this is exactly it in the same regard. Cause it's not like a, like a very interpersonal thing. It's just, I, I am now like less cash because someone took it from me, but The thing that really came through this time was like, it was that like empathizing with the situation was like, like it, it, it hurts me to think that there's someone who like needed to do this, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, like there is a set of life circumstances that has, has, that has sent them down a road to where at night they go out and they check door handles to maybe find cash dollars. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that like my empathy that, that came from that was, was, I mean, it was like forgiveness on fast forward i think in a lot of ways because right. you
1: don't like know who it was I, I, you, like you never will
0: i don't know who it was it wasn't like an a personal attack on me you know it wasn't something it, it wasn't like you know like a like an enemy or an adversary or something like that um you know this this was just like a person who who did a thing and it also there's the the capacity that the, the losing of you know 8 dollars out of my center console or whatever um doesn't doesn't like affect me in a massive way it, like, like it did with the lawnmower when it first happened, right. where, where I couldn't go and buy another one. Yeah. So like, I couldn't forgive the person who stole, I didn't even know who they were, but I couldn't forgive that person for like months because I was just so mad that this thing I just bought got taken from me and I was really frustrated with it. And with this time, I think the difference was, yeah, like I, like I immediately jumped to, to empathizing. It was like, man, like that sucks. And there, there's probably even a part of me that was just like grateful for, my own situation right in the same regard. So it was like, it's like in an odd way. I I was like, just, it's like, I wasn't even like upset that it happened. You know, it was like, I was able to just like forgive this person. Like by the time I like sat in my car and buckled my seatbelt, right. You know, it's just like, well, I hate that for them. Like that's like, that is tough. This isn't something they took from me. It's like a difficulty they face.
1: Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and not to say that that means that anybody who does something negative to anybody else, it's for valid reasoning or that you need to forgive them just because there may have been circumstances that led to it. Like that's, that's yeah. not what I'm saying, it, but yeah,
1: yeah. And it's a, a, it doesn't mean that there's like, should not be consequences for like wrongdoing or sh- anything? Certainly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think for me, it's mostly just like, I think on that path to forgiveness, maybe even like after you've said the words to somebody that could be a very big step that comes in its wake is it's like okay i've let go of some of that anger like yeah. you are talking about and now now that i've let that that anger go away that cloud go away now i can now i can maybe start to look at it objectively and and assess like what led this person to this decision that they did to me that i need to forgive them right to begin with yeah so that was that was sort of like my my expansion uh from last week and, and a bunch of people sent in just really fascinating stories about like a variety of different moments that they've had in their life and, and how they've managed it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I also attempted to, to dilute some of their ideas into, into what I just reiterated as well.
1: Well, excellent. I'm glad you got a bunch of stories. I would like to see some of those. I reckon. That'd Re- be good. I reckon. I reckon, I'd like, I reckon I'd like to see some of these stories. Um, I will say my, my final note here on forgiveness, because Beth and I were also talking about it a little bit Um, last week after we talked about it on the pop is that I think what makes it a very difficult prospect for a lot of people is that, if you are, like, in such a position, it, you know, normally means someone has, like, wronged you in some way. Yeah. And in doing so, it gives you a little bit of, like, like power over them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you will, like, no matter, like, if, if someone has, you know, d- done something terrible to you, then no matter what, you've at least always got that on them. You yeah. know, but like, but, but if you, if you forgive them, then, then you don't anymore. Right. right? Like that, like, like that power, that, like
0: you're relinquishing that power.
1: You are relinquishing, yeah, what feels like that power. And it can, I think for a lot of people, it can feel like it might be seen as very, like, like weak or something. Like you just gonna let them walk all over you. Like they did this to you and you just let them off. Right. And it's like, I, it, I can see like where you might interpret that as some sort of like, like, why, right. Well, you might fear that, but it is, like, my genuine belief that, like, there, like, it is the, it could not be more the opposite of that. Like, I do not think there is, like, I do not think there is anything more powerful than being able to forgive someone. And, like, I really mean that. And... I just I I hope someone could take that away and look at a situation in their life and think can I get over this? Can I can I start to think about it?
0: Yeah, but. or or maybe even that possibility that like it's like is there is there any part of you that is withholding the forgiveness because of that granted power right. that comes with it and it's like it's like is it, like if you were to really examine yourself is there any part of you that feels like enough time has passed? Like things have right. changed. Like it's like at this point in time now, now the only reason I haven't granted this is because it's almost like, like now you are in a, like a, an odd kind of debt right to, to this situation, especially if it's someone who continues to be, uh, like regular, like a regular person in your life. Right. Um, which, which could be a really interesting way to look at it. And then, so the, the other thing that, that I was thinking about with it was, um, there, there was my assessment looking back onto my life and being like okay like is there, is there like a person that like I could go and and grant this to and then the other question was almost like is there ever anything that like keeps you awake at night and yep. you're like there's like there's like something that you did or like you put your foot in your mouth once upon a time or you like you said the wrong thing or you were insensitive to a situation and you're like, I'm just like I cannot so now, right, was, right. On
1: the flip side, are there people you need to apologize to? <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. It was like, like, yeah. Is there anybody that you would seek forgiveness from? And it, then, then the other part of my brain is almost like, okay, there's the part of me that's like, okay, well, what if, what if I felt really guilty about this, but they didn't look, like, it didn't really stick with them at all. You know, and you're like, it's like, well, then if I bring it up, it's like I'm just bringing something up, like, you know, for no reason. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like maybe, maybe they don't even care, but then there's another part of my brain that's like, but maybe they do care. But but you still care. But but then also there's that thought of like, okay, okay, but it's been it's been years, and if I bring it up now, it's like, am I rustling up like bad feelings? Right. You know, and it's like it's like now I, now I've brought up like a negative thing that we now have to discuss because I brought it up to to seek forgiveness or to attempt to explain myself for like a like a past action. Right. Uh. Um, um, so or, I don't
1: yeah, or is it just like a? I haven't even seen this person in ten years. Does time heal all wounds? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like
0: that. And that is a big question too, because it's like it, there's. I, I do feel like the the older I get, uh and, and in a lot of ways, like you know, the more that you see somebody, like maybe unexpectedly. Passionate about something, um, or emotional about something, it's like I I think that what I have started to realize is that they are carrying a piece of that past with them, Mm -hmm. you know, or or like uh, like resentment or insecurity or or something, and it's like it's like an it's like a what I would love to do. I think of it as this like super tight knot, and it's like I would love. To untangle that, so that you can focus on being you, right. and not and not being burdened by w- whatever these things of the past may be, right. And so that's that's the double edged sword of it to me is, is is sort of that question of like, if you go back, is it is it even worth going back addressing this? Has it been long enough? Is the statute of limitations of of social interactions? over right um and and for me you know i've talked a couple of times in the past couple of weeks about like my my heavyweights person you know and it's like like this person who i had like like an unresolved situation with that where where it just would have been like you know like a like a gut curl to to run into them like out out in the wild your
1: your situation in particular i bet i maybe not like the specifics of but i bet there's some shared experience where i bet from your perspective you felt maybe like they should apologize to you. But on their end, I bet they felt you should apologize to them. In which case it's like, I don't know. Like they, you know,
0: you, you're not wrong. Like the situation is not cut and dry. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not like, it's not like, you know, they're like, there was a situation where there was a hundred dollars left on a table, and that hundred dollars went missing, and everybody knew whose hundred dollars it was and which you know yeah. who took it. Yeah. Like it's it's not like a situation, uh, you know, quite quite in that capacity. But you're not wrong. Like I, I do feel like there is that that sense of like it's like well, I don't want to go and resolve it because I also feel like you owe me one. Right. Um, but on the on the other end of that, so I was when when the situation happened, I was 19, and that it's like I'm 31 now. You know, and it's like I, it's like you look back on it, you're like. It was so long ago. Right. Like, and it's like, I was a different person then, you know, like we're, we, we've, we've moved past it. We're all in different stages of our life, you know, but it's, it's, uh, it, the weird thing about it with time, especially like if you didn't have like a continued relationship with the particular person is that it like, it's almost like the situation, like it was like a car that broke down on a road and you never went back to get it and it's still there. Right. You know, and it's like. It's like you're you're aware of the fact that like every once in a while you might have to go back down that road and see it and realize like, man, I really need to go get that car <laughs> you know, I, need, I need to get it to like move from that space right um, and so I don't know, I don't know it's like I feel like I feel like the more we've talked about it, the more encouraged I've been to potentially have that conversation
1: well good for you
0: i know i know you. that could be very interesting all right well
1: if you have a story of uh of forgiveness of times where maybe you offered it or it was offered to you because i mean i know i too have just benefited from being forgiven yeah in the past as well
0: most certainly most certainly yeah Thanks. so if, if you guys have any stories like that and you want to send them in uh or if there's even like a particular situation that you're struggling with that you would be okay with us discussing here on the pop mm. uh we can we can certainly you know omit your names or, or anything like that uh certainly send those into popcornculturepod at gmail.com otherwise if you have any other feedback you can send it to the same place we're over on reddit we're on twitter uh, and especially if you want to support us over on patreon you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture we do of course uh we're we're in the, the final days now uh, of the opportunity to get in on the q2 piece of exclusive of exclusive merch which is going to be our one true host popcorn culture trophy plush
1: that's right you can see it sitting right here next to me if you're watching along on youtube if not it is just a perfect plush recreation of the one true host popcorn culture trophy also i will mention that today is the uh last friday of june as this is coming out which means immediately following the premiere on youtube if you happen to be watching we'll be doing our um live q a yes monthly live q a with ben and jay um, which is another which is available for patrons.
0: Yes, exactly. Again, yeah. patreon.com/slash popcornculture. Otherwise, until next week.
1: Pop pop. pop.